Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. sleeping we started the show talking about the big weekend ahead for both the Jets and the Giants an important game for the Giants home against the Lions maybe not a big game but an important game where they got to take care of business is kind of the final piece to their puzzle here before the final stretch of games where you look over the course of the final seven weeks the first four of those are going to be division games starting with the Cowboys on Thursday this is a game where they got to take care of of the Lions at home, and it might be a game because of the Lions offense that the Giants have to at some point open things up with Daniel Jones, which we haven't seen at any point this year. What will happen in that case? I mean, the Lions aren't good, but they could be dangerous because of their ability to move the football. And the Giants have played well all year long, keeping the games close to the vest and be able to run the football and not have Daniel Jones have to do too much. Maybe this is a game Sunday, the way it plays out, where we have to see a little bit more from Daniel Jones. And maybe that that might be a good thing ahead of the Thursday game on Thanksgiving in Dallas because they are likely going to have to throw the football there. You would think that's going to be the case. Dallas has a good defense. Dallas has a good offense. So we'll see how potentially Daniel Jones can take another step, turn it up another gear. For For the Jets, it's a huge game. Not just an important game, it's a huge game. Many reasons. They can get themselves to 7-3 and three and establish themselves as one of the better teams in the AFC. I mean, it may sound crazy to say it, but it would be accurate. Right now you have the Chiefs at 7-2, and two, Titans off their win on Thursday night football against the Packers, and they look good doing it. They are 7-3. and three. The Dolphins are at 7-3 and three, heading into their bye week this week. Jets, obviously, with a win over New England, can take over first place in the AFC East, but also get to that 7-win plateau. Right there with the best of the best in the AFC at the moment. And then, of course, it's against New England, who they haven't beaten seven-plus years. And Belichick off a bye, and Sala and LaFleur going up against Belichick and his staff. Jets trying to make up for what happened a couple of weeks ago. At home, week eight, against the Patriots. That dejecting performance by Zach Wilson. 
and they need to be able to beat New England to be taken seriously. Now, as I just told you in the perfect parlay picks before, I don't think they're there yet. Just my gut. I want Zach Wilson. You know, I love Zach Wilson. I want him to be there. I don't think they're there yet. I don't think they're at that level. But we're going to find out. A huge game for them. And think about it this way. We're in week 11. And the Jets and Giants have important games. Isn't this great? And last year was like, oh, week two, the season's over. For the last five years, it's been like that. Do anything but want to watch the New York teams. You want to watch everything else. The New York teams have been dreadful. So we started the show talking about that. We got into Aaron Judge, of course, and his MVP win. And now what? We sit and we wait. And we wait. Brian Cashman spoke at uh, the event that he's at uh, for charity, the Covenant House, where he's out there you know, in the sleeping bag as he does that every year. And he was talking about Aaron Judge and you know, knowing that they made a an offer since the initial offer that they had before the year. The Yankees have since made another offer. Didn't say what it was exactly. But Aaron Judge is going to go out there and test free agency and see what other teams have to say. But now has the final notch in his belt for this historic 22 season. 62 homers, dominating baseball, winning the uh, MVP officially in the American League. And now we'll take the free agent tour. Whether it's San Francisco, whether it's somewhere else, who knows. But he did judge, after talking about winning the award, you know, mention he cares about winning. He wants a winning culture. That's the most important thing. Wherever he goes, got to be a winning culture. And that's, you know, could be a few places. The Yankees certainly have that. But it's not like the Giants don't or the Dodgers don't. Matter of fact, the Giants have won three World Series since the Yankees have last won theirs. We also got into the Mets and whether it's Brandon Nimmo, who is, you know, a lot of people are saying that Nimmo could get upwards of $150 million. See ya, bye-bye. That would be my take. But the Mets reportedly, or according to, you know, stuff you hear and read, they can, they want Nimmo badly and might be willing to go to that extent, to $150 million. I mean, I think that's crazy, but whatever. And you wonder how the Mets are going to get better. They give Nemo $150 million. Uh, if they re-sign DeGrom, where are they getting better exactly spending all that money? And obviously signing DeGrom is no sure thing either. But if not DeGrom, possibly Justin Verlander. And after his comments last night after or two nights ago after winning the AL Cy Young Award, sounds like he's looking for a change of scenery. Not that... He doesn't like it in Houston, but it, you just got the feel with his comments that he's going to test free agency and knows a lot of other teams are interested and maybe see what he could do next. Change it up a little bit. It wouldn't be bad insurance, although it would be 40 in February. It wouldn't be bad insurance if the Mets did lose the ground. Anyway, the baseball hot stove, the football week 11, big topics, touched on the Nets. We should mention that I saw a report before on the post and I didn't get to it that Kyrie Irving is expected to make his return uh, this weekend on Sunday. So, I mean, that'll be big news that Kyrie is expected to make his return. And this is coming off a win last night for the Nets in Portland where, you know, they got a solid performance and, you know, get the win late in that game. 
uh, we're able to get a late tip in with, I think, .7 remaining on the clock uh, to be able to hold off the Blazers there in a game that went down to the wire. Anyway, Mets get the win and could potentially get Kyrie Irving back on Sunday. 877-337-6666. Rangers also lost in Seattle in overtime. Rangers continued their slow start to the season. And the Devils won again. 11 straight wins for the Devils. 877-337-6666. Stewart is in Brooklyn. Stewart, what's your perfect parlay? agree with you on the Patriots. Oh. Uh, Salah's not there yet, but, but according to, Uncle, you know, trying to go up against Uncle Bill, I like the Giants, <clears throat> and I like the, mm, I like the Commanders. <laughs> wow, all right, look at you, Stuart. I like it. All right, what's on your mind this morning? Uh, we notched another one in the boat. Brian Cashman could continue to do what he does. And they made another offer. I'm wondering what it was. I'm hoping it's close to being a reality, but I still don't trust them. I don't trust um I don't trust Hal. I don't trust Cashman. And I certainly don't trust Aaron Boone in the dugout in big games. And I'll tell you another thing. I think that the Mets... Like you said, Nimmo's not worth $150 million. Well, why wouldn't you, yeah, why wouldn't you rather pay, you know, what's Nimmo going to get? $25 million a year? Why wouldn't you rather pay Judge $40 million a year? I, I would rather pay Judge anything, anything with him. Right, but I'm just saying, if you look at the two, if you look at the two in comparison, and I get that it's extra money and a significant amount of extra money, but man, Judge is two times the player that Brandon Nimmo is. Yeah, well, at least, well, I was going to say at least with the money. When we're talking about less than two times the money. But, hey, look, maybe it does come out to two times the money. Who knows exactly? But yeah, he's a significantly better player. Look, the value in Brandon Nimmo is there prior to him getting the big contract. You right. can't – he doesn't have much value at a hundred and – to me, at a $150 million contract. Well, what would you say is fair for him? 105? Yeah, that's my max. You heard me say yeah. that. I draw the I line. And, and, and that's pushing it. I don't even think Nemo's a $100 million say, player. You know what I would say? I would say 95 to 100. A guy, how could you have a guy that's not going to hit with mm. a lot of power command that much money? See, to me, that's an issue. I want power. Well, you know what I want high that. average. He's an analytical guy. I want high batting average or high power if I'm going to pay somebody well, that you type know of money. Nemo's looking at? He's looking at the LeMayhew deal with the Yankees with the $90 million. No, I think Nimmo is in his own ballpark here as far as being a center fielder. And, uh-huh. and that's, again, Nimmo, as we talked about earlier, and you can check it out on the free Odyssey app, Nimmo's got limitations. He plays way too deep in center field. He doesn't come in on balls. Field. He doesn't have a good arm. There are limitations there. Uh, Marte's a better center fielder than him. Yeah, it was odd that the Mets went with Marte in right field. Now, look, nah, I, know he's, have done that. I know he's getting old, and he was good in right field. And you know why Buck did it? Because Marte's got an arm. He's got a stronger arm. Nimmo does not have an arm. So that's why they figured they could get away with it in center. I'd well, rather was, have... Was, I'd was, uh, look, uh, Jack McNeil in right field? Does yeah, he have a good arm? Yeah, potentially. Well, no, I mean, he doesn't have a strong arm, but he's he can play whatever. I mean, you're losing defense there. I'm fine with Marte in right Go get a defensive center fielder then. Get Kiermaier. And, and the guy's not going to hit a lot, but at least you know he's a stud defensive center fielder. And then you could try to replace the offense elsewhere. I, I don't I don't think Nimmo is a guy who the Mets can't replace. No, they, 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 they can replace him. But how much, uh, how, what's the supply out there for center fielders? 
I mean, Kiermaier, who else is out there? Well, there's not very good no, options, which is why the Brian Cashman trade for Harrison Bader. Uh, that was a gem. Yeah, it was a gem. Yeah, I'll I, give it to him. I'll give him that. Everyone, well, finally, Stuart, it's good you can admit when you're wrong. Everybody no, was, was wrong. You know what? But we didn't know who Harrison Bader was. We didn't see him in St. Louis. Oh, and he was we heard. Heard, we, we, we heard. We heard all the props about him being a great defensive center fielder. And we didn't see much about it. We hear about his bat. But in the, in the playoffs, five home runs. Who else had five well, home runs? Well, I mean, but, but you can't expect that every no, year. You can't expect but the point but is, Cashman, that's a that's a brilliant trade, and everybody's knocking him. How can you trade Montgomery for a guy who's in a walking boot? He wasn't, wasn't going to be there. Right. Well, but the point is, he also looked ahead and said, we need a center fielder. There right. aren't many out there. And, and you he can't keep putting Judge in center field. Right. I- exactly. So the Yankees now have their center fielder next year, where the Mets and many other teams don't. And thank you for the call, Stuart. As always, appreciate you checking in. And that's why it was a brilliant move by Brian Cashman. And look, the thought of wanting to move on from Cashman, and I've said this before, but I'll say it again. It was never that Brian Cashman isn't good at being a general manager. It's that the same way he told Joe Girardi years ago after their team overachieved in 2017 to get to Game 7 of the ALCS. Hey, you know what? Time for a change. Good luck in your next stop. We think you did a great job. We think you'd be great moving forward. But it's just time for a change. Time for a new voice. Well, that to me is what should have happened after last year with the Yankees organization. But they're sticking with Cashman. They're sticking with Boone. They're going to run it back. Cross their fingers that everybody's healthy. Because, you know, it was, you know, they didn't really get beat by the Astros. They just got unlucky with all the injuries. If LeMayu were there, if Benintendi were there, they would have they been fine. They would have scored some runs. Jimmy is calling from Jersey City. Jimmy. My man, Sal, what up, buddy? How Long are you? Time no speak. How are you, Jimmy? <laughs> I'm good. Hey, uh, before my Yankee uh, point, uh, I'll give you that. I don't know why you didn't take the Jets. How can you not take the Jets? I just don't feel it in my Sal, gut. They beat Miami and they beat Buffalo, the two best teams in the AFC East. So what? They're going up to New England. They need this is their biggest win. This will be their biggest win of the year, especially after seven years of losing to them. I'm even picking them. I hate I hate the Jets. That's my pick of the week, the Jets, outright. Here's they're going to beat them 24-3. What? Here's why. You asked me why. Bill Belichick. Yep. Simple as that. I can't I, I can't uh, take Salah over Belichick off a of bye week. Listen, we, we, they were talking yesterday about people who retired, all the coaches. I think Belichick's on his way out soon. He'll try and get Tom Schumer maybe. But the Jets are the pick this week. So, and I like the, and I'm just going to throw it out there. I like the Lions outright. And I like uh, sleeves like the, the the Texans. I like I like the uh, Washington Commanders. Although if the Texans lost two in a row to uh, NFC East teams, but uh, there you go, Sal. Jets. Oh, I think Jimmy's perfect parlay. Commanders. Oh, hey, you, you keep Yankee, scoring Yankee. home. I can't keep track of everybody's. But I, you know can that, keep I know track that. Of I know home. that. I know that. Hey, yeah. Yankees, right? They'll be dumb not to sign Verlander. Sal, Verlander, Severino, Cole, Castro. You got to remember. You got get Stanton. Rizzo, Judge, uh, even Cole himself, guys that are getting up their knees, you got to win now. So if you, could have, if you could have two moves that are left, two big moves, it'd be bring Judge back and bring Verlander. What about left field? Verlander, I, I, if, if we don't get Benetton, I want Nemo. Right, I'll, but, give him, I'll give him four years, 125. Well, A, that might not be enough to get it done, but B, you think the Yankees are going to spend on Aaron Judge, Benintendi, and 
uh, Justin Verlander or, say, Benintendi yep. or Nimmo? Mr. Steinbrenner House said himself he's going to make moves. I mean, you're have to judge. I need to, I need to see that to believe it at this point where we're at with the Yankees. They, you're right. He did say that they had money to spend and make a uh, build a winning team around Judge. I'd now, be not, stunned if they did that. Would you not do that for Verlander? You got to win now. The older guy, the older guy, like I said, Rizzo saying Judge right there. Three guys are getting older. You got to win now. Give him the money. Even if he only goes five or six innings, you're going to have the bullpen next year healthy. That's good enough for him. That's what it seems like he's been doing lately, Verlander, six, six innings. You'd rather have Verlander than either DeGrom or Carlos Rodon? Yes. See, I would only not. Because, only because only he's put the numbers up. So, I mean, you don't like numbers, but he's been there every year. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't miss time. He's oh, no, he's a stud. Year. He's a stud. But, but I see, I would worry, though, Jimmy, about him. And thank you for the call, Jimmy. Good to actually have a sports talk conversation with you. I appreciate you checking in. I would have an issue where I'm worried about Verlander falling off the cliff at age 40. At some point, the end is coming, right? At some point. So if you weren't enjoying the success with Verlander, like the Astros have been enjoying for the last several years, they could justify trying to bring him back for two, three years, whatever it may be, because they've had the best of them. Now for the Yankees or the Mets to swoop in and grab Verlander after he just led the majors in ERA this year, won another Cy Young Award, and now hope that you're still going to get that best performance, I have a tough time doing that because I know the end is near. He's going to be 40 in February. Can you really count on that type of performance again? At some point, no matter what, I don't care how great you are, some point, the end is going to come. And it happens as you get older. And I just feel like, especially for the Yankees, who could have gotten him years ago, tried to get him years ago, and didn't, whatever the issue was there, now you're going to go get him? And then watch. Typical fashion, you go get him, and then he's not anywhere near what he once was. And he might get three years. I mean, maybe you get two years with an option or something like that for Verlander, which would probably be fair. But I would only do it if money was no object and they could get in addition, and we're talking about the Yankees here, in addition to bringing Judge back, in addition to filling left field with whoever it may be that's out there, Benintendi, Nimmo, obviously those two guys fit what the Yankees need, probably more so than others. If you could do it in addition to that, Sure, but then I'm saying, well, why wouldn't I want to go get Carlos Rodon? A guy who may not ever be the level of peak Justin Verlander, but he's younger and could be more dominant and better longer than Verlander. And you're saying it's just about one year, fine, but you, I mean, I, I'm you're still taking a major risk at age 40. I mean, you saw what happened with Max Scherzer this year. Where at times he looked dominant, but when the Mets needed him the most, no good. In Atlanta or in the wild card game. There's a, it's a major wild card there. Where you're talking about the age. And the inevitable drop off in performance. Oh, and by the way, it's not like Verlander was lights out in the postseason anyway. Now, look, nobody's perfect. I get it. Dominant year. But the regular season is, you know, we're, we're players here are going to be judged what they do in the postseason. 
which is why people were critical of Bassett, why people were critical of Scherzer. It's why people booed Aaron Judge. I personally, if I'm the Mets or the Yankees, would look to go elsewhere. DeGrom be my first choice. Rodon probably be the second choice. I don't know if I'd go to Verlander. Plus, I would worry about his motive to coming to New York. I get the feel it's like him and his wife talking about, hey, honey, well, one thing we haven't conquered yet is New York. Why don't we go live there and close out our career? Two, three years in New York. And that, to me, is not the right reason. Now, Verlander, ultra competitor. But I would worry about that. What's the motivation? Obviously, he's going to get paid. But he's a guy who's already won. He's done all Cy Young's, individual awards, everything. Does he want to just come to New York and enjoy the lifestyle? Or is he coming to New York because he wants to win? I don't know. Those are things I can't answer. I'd have to meet with him, and that's not going to happen. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let it rip. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Salakata back on the fan. 877-337-6666. Your calls the rest of the way, as always, till 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Al and Jerry. Jerry, feisty today. Good to see him out in the newsroom. Um, Always uh, enjoy uh, seeing everybody out there as they get set for their football Friday as well. We mentioned our picks before the perfect parlay. Anything you missed, you can go back and check it out on the free Odyssey app. You know, discussing a lot of the hot stove stuff with the Yankees and the Mets as well. Maybe something happens big over this weekend. Although the sentiment seems to be that it's going to take a while. Nestle in. Don't we usually have big signings by Thanksgiving? I feel like at least one, right? Somebody's got to do something. I need something to talk about. 877-337-6666. Vinny's on Long Island. What's up, Vinny? Hey, good morning, Sal. Always a pleasure, man. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you, Vinny. How are you? Good. I just wanted to touch on, uh, you know, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, a Verland signing for the Yankees, it, it reminds me of when we got Randy Johnson. He, he, he's just, he's not the right fit, you know, as, as far as the timing and the age. The guy's a great Hall of Fame pitcher, but I, I just don't agree with that. If they did go out and get him, it reminds me of what they did 
with Randy Johnson when he was a little past his prime. Good, good comparison. Right, good comparison. Now, Verlander did lead the league in ERA this year, but you know you can't project that that's going to be the case every year. There's risk involved. There was risk with the Mets last year with Max Scherzer, but they're in a different spot. I don't know. You know plus, there's other options out there. It's, it's not like it's just Verlander. I think the risk far outweighs the reward. You know, he comes to New York and doesn't do well or gets hurt, and and you know that's a that's a bad bad deal. But I I, I think Jacob Degrom would be the perfect guy because I know he wants to win. And the Yankees, although they didn't perform well in the ALCS, were hit with injuries, but they did make it that far. I mean, let's talk about it. Four games away from a World Series. If, if, if things were different, you know, everyone would be would be praising them. But I, I know they need missing. They have missing pieces and pitching is it. Uh, Jacob DeGrom, I think, would be the perfect fit for the New York Yankees. Yeah, I don't think, and thank you for the call, Vinny, I don't think DeGrom would go to the Yankees. And I only say that because, I mean, he knows the Mets. He's been in New York with the Mets and the organization his entire life. I believe he either wants out of New York, period, or he wants to come back and Met and retire Met. I can't envision. Now, who the hell knows? But I also don't think the Yankees are going to pay DeGrom. But I can't envision DeGrom leaving the Mets to go to the Yankees. But that would be the better move. And what about Carlos Rodon? If the Yankees are going to spend big, see, I don't know. I mean, are we talking about Yankees spending big money? If they are, then they should be in on Rodon. Why not? And sure, DeGrom as well. They inquired about Nimmo. Why not DeGrom? And as we talked about earlier, caller brought it up to start the show. Why aren't the Mets interested in Aaron Judge or looking at Aaron Judge? This was a theme all year long, all season long that I was talking about. If Judge were on any other team, it'd be Mets have to get Judge, Mets have to get Judge, Mets have to get Judge. But because he's on the Yankees, it's like, well, the Mets aren't going to go get Judge. Well, why not? He's a free agent, right? I don't realistically expect Judge to leave the Yankees for the Mets, but money does talk. And I think that's more of the reason than anything else. The Mets know they're not going to be used by Aaron Judge. Chris is calling from Farmingdale. Good morning, Chris. Hey, what's going on, Sal? How are you, Chris? Good. Listen, um, I know I understand your point on Verlander, but for the Mets standpoint, especially if they don't get the Grom, I think he should be the first choice. And even if they get the Grom, I think he should be the guy they get for the third slide. I mean, it's going to be a way better oh, case than what Scherzer, we got with Scherzer, Look, I, Scherzer, DeGrom, and Verlander? Are you insane? Come Max. I mean, Max. Sal. <laughs> You understand? Look, Cohen. I understand Cohen's not going to spend like like a drunken sailor, but he's going to spend where the money is makes sense for him. You know, look, you I, can't I can't spend a hundred and thirty million roughly in three pitchers who are old and one who's been banged up. I understand, but you know what? Berlin has shown no signs of slowing down. What do you? What do you? What? I mean, how much are you going to lose by signing the guy from one to two? You know, two to three years. Look. You know what Cohen's upset right now with, with the way the, the season ended. He's going to go out and he's going to make a splash. Look, I know we have advantages about as anybody else, but look, I would love the Verlander. I would love that three, that, that, that top three, uh, the Grom, Max, and Verlander. Yeah, but, that, I mean, that, but that's never going to happen. It's either DeGrom or Verlander. That's realistic. It's not both DeGrom and Verlander. There's no way that's going to happen. But why can't it be? 
because I mean, they don't got more money than God. No, I mean, well, I guess it could be if he just wanted to go out there and spend a billion dollars on his payroll. I mean, they, yeah, sure, anything's possible, but it's, they're not going to do it. He's he's already said he's not going to go out there to your point and spend like drunken sailors or whatever. They may spend big money. It would be stupid to spend that big money on three pitchers. They need offense. Who's going to hit? No, no, I, no. I'm not saying they don't get offense. When he said don't spend like drunk sales, that means you know don't spend bad contracts. But you, the guy's got enough money to where it makes sense to get these guys and then get a trade Turner or get or trade for. Um, Think about what you're saying, Chris. You want the Mets to get on top of Francisco Lindor and his 341 million dollars, on top of Max Scherzer and his 140 or whatever it is, 130 million dollars that he's got. On top of that, you want the Mets to, A, sign Jacob DeGrom for four years, $150 million, whatever it may be for him. B, sign Justin Verlander, three years, same thing, 130 140 whatever it may be, be for him. And then C, go get Trey Turner and sign him to $250 million. Like, dude, that's not realistic at all. That's not I know. A, you can't even it's do that on a video game. so much money, and it makes sense in a way. Look, I know, I understand. Look, I'm, I, I was the whole time saying don't, don't spend the money on DeGrom because he can't prove that he can stay healthy. But, you know, when I listen to the other shows on, on, a, on the fan, they say, look, the Grom hasn't really been hurt that. It's not like he's been hurt every year. It's been only like a couple of years. But the thing is, it's like they even start looking and say, well, it ain't my money. The Cohen knows what he's, what, what's going on. He understands. The thing is, he's got so much money. They say, listen, if I put the money into these guys, what is my chances of winning to where I need to get to where I want to go versus – all right, am I am I throwing the money away? Am I am I not? You know, you know what I'm saying, Sal. I'm I'm just I'm just sick of losing every year. You know, it's I, I get it, but Chris, I, I know that... money doesn't doesn't solve problems, but you got to get the top guys. You got to guys that are, you know, they're gonna most likely gonna produce for you and get you to where you need to go. No, I, I don't think that. And thank you for the call, Chris. Look, I understand the frustration. You're completely unrealistic in this regard. I don't even know if it's realistic that the Mets can re-sign DeGrom and Brandon Nemo and go out there and get an impact bat. I mean, could Steve Cohen? Sure. Will Steve Cohen? No. Other owners could spend a lot more, too. They're not going to do it. And you shouldn't have to. By the way, even if they did sign, sign DeGrom and Verlander, there's still no guarantees. You saw they had DeGrom and Scherzer healthy for the final week of the year in the huge Brave series and in the playoffs. And where did it get them? Nowhere. And you're right. Verlander has shown no signs of wearing down. However, common sense and logic would tell you that he is going to slow down or wear down at some point. I personally, and it's not a major risk, two years, you know, two, potentially three, you know, a lot of money per year, but it's only three-year deal, whatever. Not a major risk. I'd just rather spend that money elsewhere. If you're going to give that money out, give it out elsewhere. The Mets already have their aging ace. For the Yankees, if it's a potential finishing piece, sure. But it's got to be a, a a bonus. Not like, oh, that's going to take away from bringing back Benintendi. 
or whoever else they're looking to get. Obviously, you know, Judge is going to be a big deal. You bring Judge back, what else are you going to be able to do? If they have extra cash to want to spend, yeah, why not go get Berliner? Could be a game changer for him. His attitude, his pedigree, all the above. Maybe he could help do what Scherzer did for the Mets this past year. I'm not just talking about on the mound, obviously. I'm talking about in that clubhouse and all all those things. But to, to say that the Mets should just go sign everybody, I mean, it doesn't work like that. I just want them to sign Trey Turner or an impact bat. I'd rather have that than anything else. Frank is calling from East Islip. What's up, Frank? What's up, Al? How are you? How are you, Frank? Good, buddy. Uh, check game. I totally get your points as far as, you know, why you picked the Patriots this week, Belichick, bye week, the whole nine yards. But if Wilson plays well enough, and the first game they played against them, we should have been up 17-3. I know the penalty. You know, we all know it. I'm not going to relive it. Mm-hmm. But we outplayed them. I know we're going into New England. I know we got it. But the week after that happened, you saw Zach. He bounced back against Buffalo. I was at the game. He stepped up in the pocket. He scrambled forward, not twirling around backwards for first downs. He wasn't chucking the ball up. So I think he has a bounce back game. And I they're they're more talented, Sal, across the board. Agreed. They have more talent. Agreed. They have more talent. I, and I think they're going to go in there and slay the dragon. I really do. I get why you're saying New England. I get your valid points. But I think this is the statement game. They're, everything's on the line for them this week. First place in the division, playoff spot, the whole nine yards. It's right in front of them this week. Right now, in front of them. Now, remember, I agree with everything you just said, Frank, and thank you for the call. Remember, I picked them in a perfect parlay pick segment. By the way, maybe we should go with that. The perfect parlay pick segment. I'm writing this down. It wasn't like I'm going out of my way to say, oh, I think the Patriots are going to beat the Jets and crush the Jets. No, we were kind of forced to pick one of those two games. So I, I'm just going with my gut. I can't. I hope what you're saying is right. You know I believe in Zach Wilson. I want to see the Jets get to that next level. I don't deep down truly believe it. You can hope. You can want. Do you actually believe it? And I've bought into the Jets. You know, I thought they'd play better last go-round against New England, and they didn't. And you're right. The game could have went differently on that, you know, the penalty. But it didn't. And Zach Wilson was terrible. And he may play better. I believe he will play better. But Belichick... In his house, off of a bye. The Jets are talented. They're not there yet. They're still learning. They're still a young, very young team. That's part of the problem. To go into New England in this circumstance, it that takes a lot to be able to get a win. I'm not saying the Pats are unbeatable at home anymore. Still, and they've lost two games there this year. But still, there, there's still too much either inexperience or just youth with this Jets team. I don't look at them. I don't think the defense is to that greatness level yet. And look, impressive win against Buffalo. I picked them to win that game. I felt it. I'm just, I'm not feeling it. And... I hope they do win this game and prove me wrong. 
and show everybody that, you know what, okay, they're for real. But I just can't pick them in this spot against that team until I see it happen. They haven't beat them in seven freaking years. Seven years they haven't beaten them. And you're asking me to pick Robert Sala over Bill Belichick off a bye? I can't do it. As much as I like Zach Wilson, he's still very young. Odds are he might make some mistakes. I want to come on and say, Zach Wilson's not going to make any mistakes. Robert Sala's going to show the world their defense. They're going to go up there, beat the Patriots, establish themselves, take over first place in the AFC East. I can't see it. I just don't feel it. And that's what makes this game great. We're going to find out. Are they there? Are they ready? Or is it the same old Jets? Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Now, I got it back on the fan. Please, I was just talking about the perfect parlay picks. Yeah, the parlays are tough to hit. We may be going several weeks with no points. At some point, maybe do a two-team or get the Ziggy off the board. Give me that 10 spot. The perfect parlay picks, of course. Check it out on the free Odyssey app. If you miss it, we did a three. We'll do it at 340 every Friday that we hear. Next week, again, it'll be different because of the holiday. But beyond that, me, Marco, and Fleas will have some fun with these picks. All right, we'll finish up with the phones. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry coming up in about 15 minutes from now. Pat is calling from the Bronx. What's up, Pat? Hey, Sam. Great pleasure to talk to you. You too, Pat. Uh, Good to what, hear from why you. Why do you need Trey Turner? Where's he going to play? Well, he can play second base or potentially center field. Yeah, let's get McNeil out of position again. That sounds like a plan. Well, he can move around. I mean, you know McNeil can play the outfield as well, right? Well, I, I'm aware that he can play the outfield, but we have three outfielders as far as I know. Isn't Nimmo a priority right now? Are there that many center fielders out there that can replace him? I, do you think Nimmo's a center fielder? I think he is a center fielder. Yes, I think his defense improved astronomically. How is he? How is he a balls in front of him? No, I'm aware of that, but the dying quails could be handled by McNeil in position and Lindor. Well, they, they weren't. I mean, that's the thing. So Nimmo plays deep. There's a lot of stadiums we play in, you know. Nimmo plays deep. Look, I just don't like Nimmo as a center fielder defensively. He's done a great job improving. But he goes and he goes back on balls. Well, he's not a great center fielder. There's no way you could dispute. It. He's got no arm, and he's not a great center fielder defensively. Now, however, the Mets value him, and they are going to do what it takes to keep him. In all likelihood, it may, you think Nemo's worth 150 million? I really, I know that we got to pay Boris, and I know it's antithetical to pay Boris. And it's against instinct. Pay the damn man. He's a New York Met. Okay, he's a who New cares York if Met. he's a Met? Who do you think's better, Brandon Nemo or Trey Turner? I, I just don't want to shuffle McNeil to another. Who's be better, Brandon Nimmo or Trey Turner? I want to hear you say Trey it. Turner's much better. Okay, Not granted. even close. Okay, but not even close. Old, we have first base DH catcher. We need middle relief. We'd like to sign DeGrom. Bigger holes than, than, than finding. And create another hole by looking for a center fielder. No, well, I get you could also move Starling Marte over. I understand what you're saying, Pat. Either way, they need to bring in some players, right? They need to bring in players. I'm not saying I'd love to move Jeff McNeil, but it is an option. Yeah, but why don't you go for a DH first base bat? You're not satisfied with Dom Smith. We've had this discussion. Dom Smith? But, Man, but, I, I never but, thought I'd hear yeah. that name again. No, but yeah, they, I'm sorry, but Alonso shouldn't be playing first base seven days a week, man. 
He shouldn't be or should be? Should not be playing. He's not. He's not going to be. League. He's not going to. They're going to bat. They'll go address that. And thank you for the call, Pat. He's not going to be playing there. He didn't play that uh, seven days a week last year. He DH some, quite a bit, as a matter of fact. I don't think the Mets are going to spend big money though on a DH. They may look for a right-handed bat to complement Daniel Vogelback. I mean, here's the problem. Are you going to bring everybody back the same? Oh, they pick up Vogelback's option. Oh, great. So now you got to watch him DH again. Bring Nimmo back in center field. But this time, not only is he going to come back, you're going to pay him $150 million bucks for five years, whatever it may be, to come back. Yay. A guy with clear limitations. You know, I don't get it. What's the infatuation with Brandon Nimmo? Somebody explain it to me. He's not a great center fielder. He's not. He's improved. He's not. He doesn't have a good arm. He doesn't have great range or great speed. He plays deep. That's a problem. He's not great running the bases as far as speed base on the base path. Not a guy who's going to steal you a lot of bases. He's not a guy who's going to hit for a high average. He's not a guy who's going to hit for a lot of power. So what exactly is the obsession with Brandon Nimmo? Oh, he works the count. He draws walks and works the count. Yeah, that's nice. I like that in the lineup. As a nine hitter or a seven hitter for a guy who's not getting paid $25 bucks a year. But when you start to take that guy who's got limitations, reminder, low average or not high average, not high power, what exactly is Brandon Nimmo's greatest skill set? His eye? His hustle, his character, yeah, those are nice things. You don't pay $150 bucks for those. All oh, the analytical people love him. Yeah, because maybe they're watching the computer instead of watching the games. I see him, and I see a solid player with limitations. I want the team to get better. That is a spot where they can upgrade in that lineup. Junior's calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Junior? Hey, Sal. How are you doing? Good, Junior. How are you? Good, good. Love the show as always. Um, now, I, I agree with you on Nemo. Um, he's not worth $150 million, for sure. Um, the one thing that, you know, the Mets need on this team is you. Um, because they, they were the oldest team in baseball for the 2022 season. So they need some youth. So three signings I would love to see the Mets go after. And I'll explain. One, Jacob DeGrom, get him back. Two, Mm -hmm. Carlos Rodon. And three, Trey Turner. And that's it. Well, I mean, is that all? You sure you don't want Aaron Judge instead or in addition? No. I mean, Judge. Oh, no. no, We draw the line. I mean, the Mets aren't going to be able to go out there and get DeGrom, Rodon, and Trey Turner. In all likelihood, they're not going to be able to get all three of those guys. Yeah, I'd like that too. It's just not realistic. Well, Steve Cohen was the one who said, uh, you know, he, he he may be willing to spend $300 million on payroll. You know? Right. That would probably take them over the $300 million, Junior, and thank you for the call. I would be fine with an impact arm, whether it's DeGrom, Rodon, or I guess Verlander, an impact arm in the rotation, and an impact bat. That's what they need. 
Now, if you want to tell me that that's in addition to Brandon Nimmo, fine. It can't be impact arm and Brandon Nimmo and then figure out the lineup. I can't do it again with this team. It's time to upgrade that freaking lineup. I don't want to see Nimmo and Vogelback and the same guys in that lineup again. They weren't good enough. They weren't good enough going into the season last year. They weren't good enough during the season last year. And they're not going to be good enough going into next year. What, Francisco Alvarez? No. They need a an impact bat. Figure it out. Whether it's got to be in addition to Brandon Nimmo or in replace of Brandon Nimmo. Oh, love Brandon Nimmo. Oh, got to have him, $150 million. Oh, it's all about getting on base. Yeah, guys that hit get on base, too. It's also about power. $150 million. Think Think about what the Braves are paying for their guys. And you're going to pay Brandon Nimmo $150 million a year? What's Acuna getting? What's Harris getting? Kevin is calling from Hartford, Connecticut. What's up, Kevin? Well, let's see. We'll sign the incredible Hall. Oh, my TV. God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Get real. Like, you know, I, 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 I'm amazed by how these sports fans are. I mean, I'm one of them, but I'm, I'm realistic. Like, like I, I want to bring Judge back. And if the Yankees want to go and take a flyer on Verlander for a year, possibly two, I'd be okay with that. But, sure. like, listen to some of these guys. It's, you know, it's almost as good as the guy, Brett, who called right after me the other morning saying Daniel Jones is a Hall of Fame quarterback <laughs> and you didn't include the Giants in, in, in making the playoffs or, the, you know, the winning. Get real, guys. Uh, I love it, Kev. Real. I love it, Kev. Get real. Hey, so, one more, one more thing, Sal, before I let you go in case I don't talk to you. I want to give you thanks because you saved overnight radio listening for me after Tony Page retired on the fan. And I want to thank you for that, Sal. I love your show. I love you, man. Well, Have a good holiday if I don't talk to you. I love you too, Kevin. And thank you for the support. I appreciate that. Makes me feel good. I needed that going into the week. A little pick-me-up. Love hearing the positive talk. So thank you for that. Appreciate it. And look, it's okay for fans to dream big. And it's fun to think about, yeah, well, let's play checkbook baseball. But you got to be somewhat realistic. It's not feasible. You can't have a, and, and by the way, you shouldn't need to have an organization that has to go out there and spend on DeGrom, Rodon, Trey Turner, Brandon Nimmo, or whatever with the Yankees. Oh, yeah, go get Benintendi, bring Judge back, get Verlander, get this guy, get that guy. It doesn't work like that. It's fun. It sounds nice. It doesn't work like that. If it did, maybe the Mets last year, or, or not if it did, if the Mets were going to do that, then last year would have been the year to do it. Go pay Kyle Schwarber. He'd be perfect in their lineup. You're going to pay Brandon Nemo $150 million? You couldn't pay Kyle Schwarber 80 Who would you rather have in that lineup? Oh, but Nemo walks. Oh, he walks. Hector is calling from Washington Heights. Good morning, Hector. What's up, Sal? Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Excellent, because I'm going home for the weekend in about three minutes, so make it quick. Yeah, so I heard. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the guy to talk you want to talk to right now, since you got so picked up right now with the last call for your weekend. 
No, but anyway. no. What do you mean? What do you mean? We're good. We're good to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, 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 you're gonna forget how yesterday ended. You hang up on me. Oh wait, two. That was two days ago, wasn't it? No, that was last night. Oh yeah, yesterday you called from the Uber driver. I no, I did forget that. I forgot, totally forgot. How did I hang yeah, up on you? You even try to forget me? Wow. Anyways, <laughs> listen. I'm half asleep. I don't know if you've noticed. I think Duquet is crazy. I think there's a reason why he's not a GM anymore. 150 is a little is a little nuts. But sir, I don't know why you hate Brandon Memo so much. I, I don't know how you're going to replace him. You want him gone so bad. I don't, I don't hate Brandon Nimmo. I don't think he's worth $150 million. Okay, I, I gave you that. Maybe not 150 125 or so. And I, I, I think they could get him for that. Listen, the way I see it, the Mets are going to have to commit to about $500 million or more this year in contracts. With Nimmo, with what anybody gave Diaz. Listen, I don't care what anybody says, your boy Martino, anybody. The ground's coming back. The more I look at the, the way that he's spoken and everything, I don't see why he doesn't come back. Where he's is he spoken? Where is he spoken? So where have you heard from Degrom? I haven't seen that. Send me the info. No, no, no. just just going back and listening to him, to, to, to him talk throughout the year and stuff, and how he's always spoken about being here and wanting to have his whole career in one team and all of that. I'm gonna ignore the nonsense of sources that we don't know who the hell the sources are and all this crap. And I'm going to listen to what he All right, so, so ignore the reports of people who actually know people and talk to people and just yeah, come no, up no. with your own conclusion. That's fine. I mean, no, look. No, 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 no. I'm going to come up with my own conclusion based on what I've heard the Grom say. Good, okay. Based on what he has said. When your boy tells me who his sources are and give me some concrete stuff, then I go with him. But for now, I choose to believe the Grom. Right. Uh, that's that fair. Wrong? That's fair. Well, you could, you can see how it works out. You may be right. Common sense a lot of times, <laughs> common sense a lot of times works in that regard. No, I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I'm serious. You could do it, but now you're going based off. I think, of what... so, I think I think we're frustrating ourselves. I got to get let you go here, actor, because the music is, is hidden. If Degrom wanted to be here so badly, like you say, because he said it, then why isn't he? What's the holdup? The Mets have an offer for him. They've said they have a substantial offer. They want him back. They've communicated with him. What's the holdup? If Degrom wants to be here. Edwin Diaz wanted to be here. What happened? They got the deal done. So if DeGrom wants to be here, what's the holdup? And believe whoever you want or whatever you want at your own risk. You don't want to listen to reporters who actually know? That's fine. They don't get it right all the time either. Anyway, I'm sure I'll DM with Hector. Thanks to Fleegs, as always. Thanks to Marco for his help. Thanks to everybody who listened and who called. We appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you on the other side. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 101.9 FM, WFAN, New York. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.